this is the Black Financial Channel.com. I want to come in for a second. I'm not going to be here for too long. Um, later on tonight, we're doing a panel uh, where I'm going to come back in with um, with a group of smart black people. We're going to talk about some interesting stuff. But uh, one of the things I want to talk about is Gucci Mane, uh, the rapper Gucci Mane. Uh, somebody sent something to me, and I thought it would be interesting to kind of get a little scientific on you with this. So Gucci Mane gives his wife, his wife's name is uh, Keisha, was it Keisha? Keisha Kaor, uh, his beautiful wife, he gives her uh, this interesting gift, uh, which was, um, it was a push present, right? Now, first of all, give me a yes or no. Let's start with the basics, because not everybody knows who Gucci Mane is. So give me a yes or no in the chat if you know who Gucci Mane is. Gucci Mane's a rapper. Uh, I don't know if y'all remember Rockstar, Lifestyle, might not make it. He has kind of like a country twang, because he was born in Alabama. Uh, So anyway, Gucci Mane, uh, give me a yes or no in the chat if you know who Gucci Mane is, because some of y'all might be old. Some of y'all might even wonder, well, why do you talk about rappers? Well, because rappers influence our culture, and you got to talk about rappers. You got to talk about everything happening in the black community. That doesn't mean you have to be part of the ratchetness, but you got to observe what's happening. And not that this is ratchet. This is not at all a diss on Gucci Mane or his beautiful wife. This is really an observation I want to make so you can have some game and understand economics and how this works. Because there's um because you guys may not know, but when I when I did my PhD in finance, my specialty was actually financial psychology. Uh, I'm very much intrigued by how money affects your brain, how money affects your thinking, and also how your thinking affects your money. There is such a thing as a millionaire mindset. There is such a thing as a poverty mindset. There is such a thing as the broke mindset. There is such a thing as an abundance mindset. There is such a thing as a scarcity mindset. All that stuff is real. All that stuff is real, right? So again, without a diss, without dissing Gucci, because I, I, you know, I got a lot of friends in Atlanta, a lot of friends that, that are rappers in Atlanta. My top favorite, my two favorite ones are, are Killer Mike and David Banner, as far as my friends. My favorite rapper of all time is T.I. Uh, and uh, and I just think the Atlanta rappers are good. The only rapper I don't really mess with is Future. I think the rapper Future, unfortunately, as I've analyzed his music, it, it's been ultimately unhealthy and destructive to the black community. I cannot condone or advocate for that. But some other guys, Waka Flocka Flame, guys like that are really doing really good things. So shout out to the Atlanta rappers. Uh, this is not a diss. I think Gucci's in Atlanta, but maybe he's moved somewhere else. I don't keep up with where rappers live. But why did it, why am I talking about this? Well, the reason I'm talking about Gucci Mane giving his wife a million dollars for uh, for a what is called a push present. Uh, next, so that's leads to the next question. Give me a yes or no in the chat if you know what a push present is. Uh, so Gucci Mane, uh, this rapper in Atlanta, I just told you about, uh, gave his wife Keisha a push present. Does anybody know? Give me a yes or no if you know what a push present is. Yes or no? Give me a yes or no in the chat. Okay. Uh, some of you don't know. Good. I didn't know what it was either. I was like, what the hell's a push present? Is that a birthday present? Is that a Christmas gift? Happy Halloween. Like, what? what, what is that, right? Well, a push present is apparently something you get when you have a baby. So you have a baby. Uh, people, a man that loves you or a woman that loves you gives you a push present to say, you know, congratulations. Thank you for pushing out the baby. Have I ever given a push present to anybody? No, I've never done that. But is it cool? I mean, yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, seriously. I mean, black women are, do y'all know? I mean, it's painful having a baby. Having a baby hurts. So, you know, I'm thinking about that. I'm like, you know, if I was going to have a baby with Alicia, I would get her a push present. And I would tell you, I got my wife a push present. Now, the, so so now we know what a push present is. We've all been educated. So Gucci Man gives his wife, Keisha, a push present. Uh, and he gives her a million dollars cash. His cash money, like here's a million dollars. She announces on Instagram, my husband gave me a million dollars. Everybody's like, oh, congratulations, girl. That's wonderful. That's amazing. That's amazing. Right. So here's why I'm talking about Gucci Mane and his wife, Keisha, and the million dollar push present. First of all, I'm not I'm not impressed at all by the money. The money doesn't impress me. Right? The, the love matters more than the money. 
Uh, the black woman's womb is is priceless, right? So, you know, even if you, you can give her a billion dollars and it still wouldn't be worth the gift of life that that woman has given him and given the family. I mean, there's nothing. And fellas, this is important. Guys, you should understand this. You should always show honor to the women who give birth to your children. Very important because you can't give birth. We don't know how to give birth. Ladies do it. Thank you for doing that for us. Now, uh, here's the reason I'm bringing it up. I'm bringing it up because I noticed how excited everybody was that he gave her a million dollars. Now, here's the interesting thing. Uh, people that grow up uh, in poverty are more likely to be impressed when you give somebody like cash money or like you saw where Cardi B gave her husband or Car- either Cardi or her husband. I can't remember. They give each other like these material gifts. Like uh, I think one of them gave the other one like a, a Lamborghini and everybody was like, oh, my God, that's so amazing. But then somebody else might be like, oh, here's here's a Gucci watch or something. Right. I don't wear I don't have a Gucci watch. Um, I got this watch on Amazon dot com. I could afford a Gucci watch, but I don't I don't I would rather buy like, you know, stock and real estate and all that. But. Gucci can kiss my, you know what? Um, but the thing is, that's, that's interesting. So, so, and I did this analysis actually when I was walking by the Louis Vuitton store, and I saw all these people in line waiting to get into the Louis Vuitton store. It was cold, it was wet, uh, everything's overpriced. And I said, this is so interesting. Again, financial psychology really intrigues me. So I'm sitting there thinking, wow, that is an interesting mind trick they played on these people to get them to wait in line to get into the Gucci store. What is special about Gucci or Louis? Sorry, it was the Louis store. Scratch that. The Louis Vuitton order, his name is Bernard Arnault. Bernard Arnault is worth over $100 billion. I have to say it carefully so you don't think I'm saying million. $100 billion. And he don't care nothing about black people, but black people care. Obviously, we care about him. So uh, we feel like, okay, it's okay for me to spend you know $600 on a pair of shoes or $700 on a purse or whatever. Fine. Not judging. Do whatever you want. Here's what I want you to understand in terms of understanding financial psychology. This is why I brought up Gucci Mane giving his wife a million dollars as a push present uh, in what was announced on, on Instagram. Typically what you see across the board in, the, in terms of studies, when they study people's reaction to wealth in the economic psychology, is you find that rich people don't tend to do stuff like that. Wealthy families don't just say, well, here's your gift, baby. It's a million dollars. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure that there's some wealthy families that have done that. But people that grow up around money are not as much into the material stuff as a as the number one sign of love. You know, like so, for example, when I was growing up, I remember I would see like how the rich kids would like I had to wear clothes with holes in them because we didn't have always have the money to get the nice clothes. The rich kids would take you ever seen a rich kid take like a nice pair of blue jeans and like rip them up? You know, because they, they, they want to create that grunge look or, or a rich kid will try to look poor so he can fit in. And then the poor kid will try to look rich so he can fit in. Uh, there's a psychology behind that, actually. And there are people that actually study that. And again, this is not always true. There's always exceptions. But generally speaking, give me a yes or no in the chat if you know what I'm talking about. All right. So uh, so with Gucci, uh, the interesting thing about Gucci Mane and, and this million dollar gift was that it made me think about the studies I've seen that talk about why people that are born in the struggle, that are born in poverty, are so much more impressed with materialism. Like, so, for example, when I go places and I meet people that have money, they don't really care so much that I have money. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, I met, a, I was in Hollywood and I met um, Will Smith's brother. Will Smith's brother, Harry, is really smart. And me and Harry sat down and we had a talk and I pulled up in something nice. I don't remember what I was driving that day. It was a rental, but it was a nice rental. He had, he pulls up in a Bentley. 
And I and we're just laughing off. I'm like, man, look at you. Nice Bentley, man. And that's it, right? It's like a joke. It's like a laugh. It's like, of course, you're Will Smith's brother. Of course you have a Bentley, right? But it wasn't like that was defining anything. It wasn't like the kind of car he had made him a better person because it's more like, well, congratulations. You know, we made it. Good job, right? But it's not something that says, you know, you're a better human being because you have a Bentley, right? But a lot of times, you know, I, I will see situations like if you listen to a lot of rappers who grew up without a lot of money, first thing they talk about to define who they are as a person is look at how much money I have. Look at the watch I have. Look at the car I drive. Look at the house I got. Look at the stuff I have, right? Material, material, material. And people, are, they respond to that. And, and, and a lot of that actually comes <clears throat> from growing up without those things. What happens is this is the magic of marketing. And they studied this. They found that when they market materialism to poor kids, it makes the poor kids materialistic because they're dangling something over your head that you can't have. So you grow up really wanting that material stuff, like like feeling almost like if I get that stuff, if I get that car, if I get that that you know those shoes, if I get that Gucci, or, I, or I'm wearing whatever this rapper was rapping about today, I'm gonna be a better person. And they actually in the study, and I'm gonna read a little bit, read read some of this to you in a second. The study actually shows that it's actually, believe it or not, it's linked. To self-esteem. Did y'all know that? It's linked to low, there's a, what they call a negative correlation that the more materialistic the poor kid is, the lower their self-esteem is. Y'all, y'all hearing me? Give me a yes or no if you're hearing me. That and again, this is not a diss on Gucci. I swear to God, I'm not dissing this this black man and his wife. I don't even know the man, but I'm, I'm making this as a point. So so they said that that if you if your self-esteem's not intact, if you can't get that internally, then you're gonna get it by what you wear, what you drive how much dough you got in the bank, how much you, you're doing this in the, in the club, right? Where you're spending money, uh, you, you're giving away money you don't have to impress people you don't even know, who don't, give any, who don't even care about you, right? Whereas a person that has high self-esteem, who's comfortable, who's like, look, I have money. I know I have money. I don't really need you to know I have money. <laughs> like, you know, and really, this is what you'll find too. You'll find that when people really have a lot of money, a lot of people that really have a lot of money are very secretive about how much money they have. They, they don't want, you know, like um, billionaire Mike Roberts uh, out of uh, uh, St. Louis, I believe is where he's from. He came onto uh, the channel. And uh, one of the things he said is he said, he said, rich people are loud. He said, wealthy people whisper. He said, they whisper because they're strategic. They don't want you to know what they got going on. They don't want you to know. They, they might have some nice stuff. Like you go in a rich person's house, you, you, you're going to find some quality stuff, right? But you're not really going to have them screaming and hollering. And, and trying their best to get attention based on the material things that they have. That's not typically what you, you would normally see. Now, I'm going to read a little bit of study to you. Do me a favor. If you could right now, please hit the thumbs up button. Please hit the thumbs up, share and subscribe button uh, if you haven't done it yet. And you guys know I always give you something that you can benefit from that can make you better. I'm not here just to talk. I'm not here to gossip about Gucci, man. I'm really here to talk about the psychology of money. Uh, and so some of you have asked me about crypto. And actually, if you go to drboyscrypto.com, I can show you what crypto I actually have in my portfolio. So some of you are asking what I bought. I literally show you, and I'm actually going to get uh, put a link in there to the screenshot where you can actually see what I own and all that stuff. So if you go to drboyscrypto.com, uh, some of you have been asking about that since Bitcoin and all that stuff's been going up. So uh, if you go to drboyscrypto.com, you can actually see what crypto I own. Just sign up and it's right there. Okay, and then also I'll send you a copy of my $5 a day investing plan 
which is literally a way that any person of any income level can invest in the stock market. Because I want you to have money, but I want you to have money while knowing what money can do for you and what it won't do for you, right? Money will not give you your happiness. Money will not make you a better person. If you were a jerk before you got money, you're going to be a bigger jerk when you get more money. So be a good person so that you become a better person when you have money. Money is an accelerator to who you already are. Okay, got it? Makes sense? Give me a yes or no in the chat if you agree. All right, so here's this is a study um, uh, called Poverty. It's in the Journal of Public Policy and Marketing. And uh, it's called Poverty and Materialism, a look at impoverished versus affluent children. So they studied rich kids and poor kids to decide, to, to figure out how they re- respond to materialism. So uh, the, the abstract says that concerns about materialism have been elevated to a public policy issue with consumer activists and social scientists calling for restrictions on marketing to children. So they're actually calling for marketing to be reduced to children. Uh, you know, the, the amount of marketing that's done because they're basically saying you're messing these kids up. These kids are getting marketed to on a heavy level and they want this material stuff because they just get so caught up into it. It, it does become like an addiction. Uh, and so Uh, They said that a recent UNICEF report on the welfare of children suggests that those from low income families may be particularly vulnerable to marketing efforts. The current research provides a first glimpse into the consumer values of impoverished children. Personal interviews conducted with 177 children and adolescents from impoverished and affluent families reveal differences in materialistic values. Although younger children ages eight to 10 from poor families exhibit similar levels of materialism to their more affluent peers when they reach adolescence, about 11 to 13 years old and beyond, impoverished youth are more materialistic than their wealthier counterparts. So imagine a uh, picture, you know, a bunch of kids that, that are going to school in the hood. And, you know, I, I remember I, I mentored a lot of kids in that age group. And I remember noticing just like how, how the girls loved like the coach purses and the Gucci this and the Louis that and the boys, you know, maybe they wanted Jordans or whatever, right? That materialism was like a real thing. And it really hits an adolescence because you're trying to fit in. So peep this out, pay attention. This is important. Um, it says also that further analysis shows that this difference is associated with lower self-esteem among impoverished teens. That's, that to me is a, the killer sentence. It basically says that there's a negative connection between um, how materialistic that child is and their self-esteem level. And, uh, and, and you know what? And I'm going to tell you, this is real interesting because I don't know about you. How many, how many of y'all have a mama who was a genius, like who was so wise, who said things that, you know, you didn't understand at the time, but later on you look back and you're like, man, my mama was really smart. Well, my mama was a genius and didn't know it because one of the things my mother used to say, I kid you not, I used to have friends who would get like name brand stuff. Like I would be ashamed to go to, you know, like Christmas shopping anybody, or, or school shopping, you know, school shopping, you're supposed to get all these nice clothes or whatever. That was never my life. Like every year, my mom would go to a place called Value City right there in Louisville, Louisville, you know, the same city where Breonna Taylor got killed. So it's a racist kind of place. And uh, and she would go to Value City. And I swear to God, I think my mother would spend $30 max on all of our school clothes. And I would come home and I would see two pairs of pants and two shirts on the bed. And that was my school clothes. And these were not even nice shirts, not even nice pants. Now, maybe mama didn't have enough money. I don't know. All I know is I was mad. I hated it. But one of the things that my mother used to say, and I I personally think she might have been making the excuse for just being cheap, is she used to say, I want your self-esteem to be based on who you are as a person and not based on what labels 
you have on your body. Tell me that was not a genius gangster move by my mother because years later, I did not need any of that material stuff. So I probably saved thousands and thousands of dollars from not wanting, like I don't have a desire to go into the Gucci store. I don't have a desire to go get, you know, the nicest this and the nicest of that, right? And and it's, it, it, you know, it, it's it's a kind of an interesting thing because I can think of friends that needed that material stuff. Anybody have a friend like that that always had the nicest of everything? And everybody would talk about them in school because they would always have like the first pair of Jordans when they came out, but they would have the nicest, you know, jewelry or the nicest clothes or whatever. And it got to the point, it almost seems like sometimes it gets to the point where it becomes like a handicap, like a disability. Like you need the material stuff for you to simply be who you are. Like you feel like the materialism and the wearing the design of this and the labels gives you like a superpower. It makes you popular. It makes you important. So then when you strip all that away, there's nothing there, right? There's nothing there, right? So, so, so what they're basically saying in this study is that that heavy materialism tends to, um, it tends to affect poor kids the most. That's why people are impressed when rappers show up with a Gucci or Gucci watch or Louis, or they're popping bottles of, of Cristal at the club or, 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 or Ciroc or whatever. And they're just like making it rain on the strippers and all that. Like they're impressed by that because when you're at that lower level, in terms of like you haven't really had much of anything, then you can be super impressed by the things that don't actually end up mattering when it comes to what kind of a person you actually are. Right. So, again, this is not anti Gucci Mane. I started talking up about Gucci Mane and this gift because that sparked the conversation. But really, as you guys know, I don't want to just sit and gossip about what a rapper did with his wife. I don't want to gossip about how much money Gucci Mane has. I have no idea how wealthy he is. I hope that he has a trillion dollars in the bank. But I, but I did find that gift to be quite interesting and peculiar like like you would i honestly i'm gonna tell you the truth i don't think i would ever really even think to be like hey y'all i gave alicia a check for you know a million dollars for her birthday like that's not even something i would even feel comfortable saying but then again i'm not a rapper i'm not a i'm not a i'm not i'm not a a, a trap rapper right no disrespect to rappers are rapping the trap but i'm gonna say something else about the trap you know when gucci Mane and jeezy did their little um did their their little versus thing and they rap about the trap and you know the trap that that black trauma I, i personally think the trap is a little bit traumatic based on what you know people have told me about it and the people i know who've been in the trap and i've been in the poverty trap but not the trap trap where i'm still saying dope but i've been in the poverty trap i know that trap but the thing about just that term the trap what that says to me is that you know life can be a trap you know the trap is not just something that's confined to uh poor people in the hood uh, i know some people that graduate from college that are in the trap i know people that have money that are in the trap um a, a financial addiction pretty much always puts you in the trap and so what I kind of want you to do is to say, how do I get out of the trap? And, and to you, the, everybody's trap is different. Everybody's prison is different. We're all incarcerated by something. We're all limited by something. And, and what I have found that one of my greatest life journeys throughout my entire life is every day, I'm like, okay, boys, how are we going to get out the trap? Because right now, the man that you are is not equipped to be the man that you want to be. He's, he doesn't have the skill set. He needs to go and he doesn't have the habits. He doesn't have the discipline. He needs to evolve. Right. And every day it feels like I'm getting out of a trap. Right. And I'm sure a lot of you can identify with this. Give me a yes if you follow what I'm saying. Sometimes I know it's make it seem like I'm getting a little deep, but I, I'm not going to insult your intelligence. I'm just going to tell you what's on my mind. So <clears throat> what I have found is that people who can escape the trap and, and do that on a regular basis are people who tend to be most successful and tend to be happiest. So figure out what your trap is. 
Maybe your trap has to do with relationships. Maybe you're falling for the same guy over and over again. Or maybe your trap has to do with your health. Maybe you're eating the same crap every day that's, that's going to, you know, make keep you obese and make you die one day, right? Maybe your trap is economic, right? You don't have the mindset of a millionaire. You're trying to get a millionaire mindset. Well, you know, getting out of the trap is going to require you to, uh, to really, you're going to have to commit a homicide, right? <laughs> and what I mean by that is, I realized that in order for me to become a new man, I had to put the old man to death. I had to get rid of the old boys, except the fact that, you know, you know what? You were good enough to get me to where I am now, but you're not good enough to get me over that mountaintop. So I'm going to uh, kill him in his sleep and I'm going to be reborn. I'm going to give birth to a newer, better version of boys. And y'all, some of y'all, sometimes y'all see it, right? Even little stuff. Like when y'all saw me, y'all make, people were making fun of me because they're like, what's wrong with your teeth? It's because, well, the old boys didn't have healthy teeth. The old boys was very unhappy with where he was like, no, you need to do, you need to confront this. You hate going to the dentist, but you need to go to the dentist and go ahead and pay it forward and get it in. Right. And so now you're seeing a new voice. I'm slimmer. I, 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 I have a nice shiny smile now. Right. And, uh, and, but it's not just that it's also in other areas in my relationship in, in terms of my, my physical health, in terms of what I'm reading every day, how I carry myself every day, how I deal with haters and, and, and adversaries every day, trying to be a better person every day. Right. So figure out what your trap is and get out of the trap. Don't just celebrate the trap and rap about the trap, rap about getting out of the trap. That's how you become a successful black person. Do you get what I'm saying? Do you follow me? All right. I want to make sure we end by talking about you. We're not here to celebrate, to just talk about Gucci Mane and the rappers. I want to talk about you and I want to hear what you're rapping about in your life. Okay. Got it. All right. Good. Okay. So I'm going to get out of here. Hit the thumbs up button. If you could, please hit the thumbs up button, share, subscribe button if you haven't done it yet. And uh, also, uh, you know, if you are interested in uh, our channel, we have a channel called the Black Boss Channel, which is uh, basically where black men do all the talking. We believe in letting black men have a voice. So uh, if you go to the Black Boss Channel, Jeff Lysie Jr., a lot of great people on the channel. So go to the blackbosschannel.com and uh, take a look. And I hope you'll subscribe. We're trying to build black media because we're trying to get all the black people out the trap. And uh, I want to do my part. So I hope that we can be of help to you, of service in some level. So uh, if you could subscribe to the blackbosschannel.com, I would appreciate that very much. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Have a good day. And remember, Gucci Mane, if you're watching, this is not a diss. Congratulations to you and your wife. I swear to God, I am not hating on nobody. I want to make sure that's 100% clear because I know people that know him and people get stuff misinterpreted. Like, oh, Dr. Boyce was talking smack about you. I am not talking smack about Gucci Mane. I'm very happy that he's in a position where he can give his wife a million dollars. And Lord knows, black women, when they even y'all give birth, y'all deserve a trillion dollars because if it was up to men to have all the babies, then the birth rate of the black community would drop to zero because I don't know if I could tolerate that pain for even five minutes. So take care, everybody. God bless you. I'll see you soon. Be good. Peace.